It's June the 27th. Let's read the Bible. Hey, folks, we're almost there, just about halfway done. Remember our goal from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. So glad to have you with us. We are in the book of Second Chronicles, making our way through it, two or three chapters a day. Glad to have you uh, join us. A couple of comments people have made. I just, I just share these to let you know I read the comments and how encouraging they are to me. Thank you for reading. I haven't missed a day yet. Always amazes me when people say that. First thing I do in the morning is listening to your reading. Thank you so much. And then this one. Good morning, Pastor Ray from Nacogdoches, Texas. That's in East Texas from Nacogdoches, Texas. So enjoy listening and learning from you. Well, thank you to my friend who said that she listens in the morning first things and then to my buddy Tommy from Nacogdoches, Texas. Hope everything is, uh, I love saying that, Nacogdoches. That's a great name for a town. I hope everything is doing good in Nacogdoches and thank you for joining us on the Bible bus. Okay, we're done now with Jehoshaphat. We're done with Asa. Now we're a couple of kings down the road. We're going to pick up the story. Remember, this is the, remember, Second Chronicles in the big sense. The first nine chapters, the story of Solomon, and then chapters 10 through 36, Judah's kings. We've got some good kings interspersed with some really, really bad ones, but we're going to come to the very end, and Judah is going to be taken away into judgment in Babylon. But we're not there yet today. Chapters 23, 24, and 25. So we, we pick it up here. Then in the seventh year, Jehoiada summoned his courage and took the commanders of hundreds into a covenant with him. Azariah, son of Jehoram, Ishmael, son of Jehohanan, Azariah, son of Obed, Maaseah, son of Adiah, and Elishaphat, son of Zikri. They made a circuit throughout Judah. They gathered the Levites from all the cities of Judah and the family heads of Israel, and they came to Jerusalem. Then the whole assembly made a covenant with the king in God's temple. Jehoiada said to them, Here is the king's son. He will reign just as the Lord promised concerning David's sons. This is what you are to do. A third of you priests and Levites who are coming on duty on the Sabbath are to be gatekeepers. A third are to be at the king's palace. A third are to be at the foundation gate. And all the troops will be in the courtyards of the Lord's temple. No one is to enter the Lord's temple but the priests and those Levites who serve. They may enter because they are holy, but all the people are to obey the requirement of the Lord. The Levites are to completely surround the king with weapons in hand. Anyone who enters the temple is to be put to death, accompany the king in all his daily tasks. So the commanders of hundreds did everything the priest Jehoiada commanded. They each brought their men, those coming on duty on the Sabbath and those going off duty on the Sabbath. For the priest Jehoiada did not release the divisions. The priest Jehoiada gave to the commanders of hundreds King David's spears, shields, and quivers that were in God's temple. Then he stationed all the troops with their weapons in hand, surrounding the king from the right side of the temple to the left side by the altar and by the temple. They brought out the king's son, put the crown on him, and gave him the testimony and made him king. Jehoiada and his sons anointed him and cried, Long live the king! When Athaliah heard the noise from the troops, the guard, and those praising the king, she went to the troops in the Lord's temple. As she looked, there was the king standing by his pillar at the entrance. The commanders and the trumpeters were by the king, and all the people of the land were rejoicing and blowing trumpets, while the leaders with musical instruments were leading the praise. Athaliah tore her clothes and cried, Treason, treason! Then the priest 
Jehoiada sent out the commanders of hundreds, those in charge of the army, saying, Take her out between the ranks and put anyone who follows her to death by the sword. For the priest had said, Don't put her to death in the Lord's temple. So they arrested her, and she, and she went by the entrance of the horse gate to the king's palace, where they put her to death. Then Jehoiada made a covenant between himself, the king, and the people that they would be the Lord's people. So all the people went to the temple of Baal and tore it down. They smashed its altars and images and killed Matan, the priest of Baal, at the altars. Then Jehoiada put the oversight of the Lord's temple into the hands of the Levitical priests, whom David had appointed over the Lord's temple to offer burnt offerings to the Lord as it is written in the law of Moses. With rejoicing and song ordained by David, he stationed gatekeepers at the gates of the Lord's temple so that nothing unclean could enter for any reason. Then he took with him the commanders of hundreds, the nobles, the governors of the people, and all the people of the land and brought the king down from the Lord's temple. They entered the king's palace through the upper gate and seated the king on the throne of the kingdom. All the people of the land rejoiced. And the city was quiet, for they had put Athaliah to death by the sword. Second Chronicles 24. Joash was seven years old when he became king, and he reigned 40 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Zabiah. She was from Beersheba. Throughout the time of the priest Jehoiada, Joash did what was right in the Lord's sight. Jehoiada acquired two wives for him. And he was the father of sons and daughters. Afterwards, jo Joash took it to heart to renovate the Lord's temple. So he gathered the priests and Levites and said, Go out to the cities of Judah and collect silver from all Israel to repair the temple of your God as needed year by year and do it quickly. However, the Levites did not hurry. So the king called Jehoiada the high priest and, and said, Why haven't you required the Levites to bring from Judah and Jerusalem the tax? imposed by the Lord's servant Moses and the assembly of Israel for the tent of the testimony. For the sons of that wicked Athaliah broke into the Lord's temple and even used the sacred thing of the things of the Lord's temple for the Baals. At the king's command, a chest was made and placed outside the gate of the Lord's temple. Then a proclamation was is issued in Judah and Jerusalem that the tax God's servant Moses imposed on Israel in the wilderness be brought to the Lord. All the leaders and all the people rejoiced, brought the tax, and put it in the chest until it was full. Whenever the chest was brought by the Levites to the king's overseers, and when they saw that there was a large amount of silver, the king's secretary and the high priest's deputy came and emptied the chest, picked it up, and returned it to its place. They did this daily and gathered the silver in abundance. Then the king and Jehoiada gave it to those in charge of the labor on the Lord's temple, who were hiring stonecutters, and carpenters to renovate the Lord's temple, also blacksmiths and coppersmiths to repair the Lord's temple. The workmen did their work, and through them the repairs progressed. They restored God's temple to its specifications and reinforced it. When they finished, they presented the rest of the silver to the king and Jehoiada, who made articles for the Lord's temple with it, articles for ministry and for making burnt offerings and ladles and articles of gold and silver. They regularly offered burnt offerings in the Lord's temple throughout Jehoiada's life. Jehoiada died when he was old and full of days. He was 130 years old at his death. He was buried in the city of David with the kings because he had done what was good in Israel with respect to God and his temple. However, after Jehoiada died, the rulers of Judah came and paid homage to the king. Then the king listened to them 
and they abandoned the temple of the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and served the Asherah poles and the idols. So there was wrath against Judah and Jerusalem for this guilt of theirs. Nevertheless, he sent them prophets to bring them back to the Lord. They admonished them, but the people would not listen. The Spirit of God enveloped Zechariah, son of Jehoiada, the priest. He stood above the people and said to them, This is what God says. Why are you transgressing the Lord's commands so that you do not prosper? Because you have abandoned the Lord, he has abandoned you. But they conspired against him and stoned him at the king's command in the courtyard of the Lord's temple. King Joash didn't remember the kindness that Zechariah's father, Jehoiada, had extended to him, but killed his son. While he was dying, he said, May the Lord see and demand an account. At the turn of the year, an Aramean army attacked Joash. They entered Judah and Jerusalem and destroyed all the leaders of the people among them and sent all the plunder to the king of Damascus. Although the Aramean army came with only a few men, the Lord handed over a vast army to them because the people of Judah had abandoned the Lord, the God of their ancestors. So they executed judgment on Joash. When the Arameans saw that Joash had many wounds, they left him. His servants conspired against him and killed him on his bed because he had shed the blood of the sons of the priest Jehoiada. So he died and they buried him in the city of David, but they did not bury him in the tombs of the kings. Those who conspired against him were Zabad, son of the Ammonite woman Shemeath, and Jehazabad, son of the Moabite woman Shemrith. The accounts concerning his sons the many divine pronouncements about him and the restoration of God's temple are recorded in the writing of the book of the kings. His son Amaziah became king in his place. Second Chronicles 25, Amaziah became king when he was 25 years old and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jehoadun. She was from Jerusalem. He did what was right in the Lord's sight, but not wholeheartedly. As soon as the kingdom was firmly in his grasp, he executed his servants who had killed his father, the king. However, they did not put their children to death because, as it is written in the law in the book of Moses, where the Lord commanded fathers are not to die because of children and children are not to die because of fathers, but each one will die for his own sin. Then Amaziah gathered Judah and assembled them according to ancestral families, according to commanders of thousands and according to commanders of hundreds. He numbered those 20 years old or more for all Judah and Benjamin. He found there to be 300,000 fit young men who could serve in the army bearing spear and shield. Then for 7,500 pounds of silver, he hired 100,000 valiant warriors from Israel. However, a man of God came to him and said, King, do not let Israel's army go with you, for the Lord is not with Israel, all the Ephraimites. But if you go with them, do it. Be strong for battle. But God will make you stumble before the enemy, for God has the power to help or to make one stumble. Then Amaziah said to the man of God, What should I do about the 7,500 pounds of silver I gave to Israel's division? The man of God replied, The Lord is able to give you much more than this. So Amaziah released the division that came to him from Ephraim to go home. But they got very angry with Judah and returned home in a fierce rage. Amaziah strengthened his position and led his people to the Salt Valley. He struck down 10,000 Seerites, and the Judahites captured 10,000 alive. They took them to the top of a cliff, where they threw them off, and all of them were dashed to pieces. As for the men of the division that Amaziah sent back so they would not go with him into battle, they raided the cities of Judah from Samaria to Beth Horon, 
struck down 3,000 of their people and took a great deal of plunder. After Amaziah, after Amaziah came up from the attack on the Edomites, he brought the gods of the Seorites and set them up as his gods. He worshiped before them and burned incense to them. So the Lord's anger was against Amaziah. And he sent a prophet to him who said, why have you sought a people's gods who could not rescue their own people from you? While he was still speaking to him, the king asked, have we made you the king's counselor? Stop. Why should you lose your life? So the prophet stopped, but he said, I know that God intends to destroy you because you have done this and have not listened to my advice. King Amaziah took counsel and sent word to Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, son of Jehu, king of Israel, and challenged him, come, let's meet face to face. King Jehoash of Israel sent word to King Amaziah of Judah, saying, the thistle in Lebanon sent a message to the cedar in Lebanon, saying, give your daughter to my son as a wife. Then a wild animal in Lebanon passed by and trampled the thistle. You have said, look, I have defeated Edom, and you have become overconfident that you will get glory. Now stay at home. Why stir up such trouble so that you fall and Judah with you? But Amaziah would not listen, for this turn of events was from God in order to hand them over to their enemies because they went after the gods of Edom. So King Jehoash of Israel advanced. He and King Amaziah of Judah met face to face at Beth Shemesh that belonged to Judah. Judah was routed before Israel and each man fled to his own tent. King Jehoash of Israel captured Judah's King Amaziah, son of Joash, son of Jehoahaz, at Beth Shemesh. Then Jehoash took him to Jerusalem and broke down 200 yards of Jerusalem's wall from the Ephraim gate to the corner gate. He took all the gold, silver, all the utensils that were found with Obed-Edom in God's temple, the treasures of the king's palace, and the hostages. Then he returned to Samaria. Judah's king Amaziah, son of Joash, lived 15 years after the death of Israel's king Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz. The rest of the events of Amaziah's reign from beginning to end are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. From the time Amaziah turned from following the Lord, a conspiracy was formed against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish. However, men were sent after him to Lachish, and they put him to death there. They carried him back on horses and buried him with his ancestors in the city of Judah. But it shakes out like this. You've got one king after another in Judah, and maybe this case of Amaziah is a good one, he, uh, he followed the Lord, but not wholeheartedly. I mean, if you're following the Lord wholeheartedly, you're not going to get the gods of Mount Seir, whose army you've already defeated, and start worshiping them. I mean, that is the question. Why are you worshiping these false gods of a people you have already defeated? Wow, what a reminder in the story of Joash certainly teaches us something. As long as Jehoiada was alive, that good and godly advisor, that counselor, Joash served the Lord and repaired the temple, did so many great things. When he died, everything just fell apart. Oh, the importance of wise counselors. Oh, the importance of godly leaders. Oh, the importance of having friends around us who will help us, who will love us enough to tell us the truth, who will love us enough to grab us when we're about to jump off the precipice into, uh, into the valley of destruction. Thank God for good and godly friends. Today, you ought to thank God for your pastor, 
for your elders, for your Sunday school teacher, for your small group leader? Who is it in your life who is helping you right now? Who is it that's encouraging you? Who is it that's praying for you? You ought to thank God for them. You ought to tell them you're thanking God for them, and you ought to listen to their wise counsel because God gives us friends like that to keep us on the right path and to keep us from making foolish mistakes. So, Lord, give us humility to listen to those who listen to you today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Go out and have a great and godly day and listen to the wise counsel around you. Come back tomorrow. There's more to come in the book of Second Chronicles. God bless.